taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone. Welcome to yet another week of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you dancing fools listen to. And this week, in the Glass Menagerie, the Driller Bros are the last of us. The news is just all horrible. Our tasty topic has expectations. And our dragon this week loves directing art. Art director, Lizette Teetree Montgomery. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. Hey, welcome to uh, another week, guys. Um, yes. Everything's all horrible this week. <laughs> oh my god! Huh? Feels like last week. Yeah, hey. right before, and probably next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm holding out hope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the dancing fool next week. Are you? That's, that's all I can do. <laughs> keep, keep the spirits up. Just yeah. Keep dancing. For, for those of you in other states that might be um, seeing improvements, uh, we live in Florida, and we don't believe in improvements here. So we're just gonna right. live in this state for yeah. a little while. No. Yeah. <laughs> if you look at that map that says like how bad things are, we are amongst the bad things. We are that yeah. deep red. Oh yeah. That, that mahogany red. <laughs> no. We're almost so bad. It's something to be proud of. Yeah. Mm. No, that's just that's mm. Florida in general. We don't need this on top of that. Florida Florida gave up on vaccines just like they gave up on believing in COVID. You know? It's nice to know that I haven't been totally conditioned by like Florida bad stuff that this still bothers me. Yeah. Like you would think by now I'm just like, yep, whatever, Florida's Florida. Like I'm still bothered. So yeah. it's that just shows you can't beat Florida. They will. <laughs> no. Florida will find a way yeah, you can't to beat continue Florida. to disappoint yeah, you. Yeah, you can't beat Florida. Florida beats you. It'll do it. It'll do it. But, you know, hopefully we can, you know, you get a little bit of a reprieve with our podcast. Yeah, you know, that's get what it's about. a little bit of something. Sprinkle in a little bit of goodness. Yeah. Good stuff. Here. Yeah. Uh, the news won't be that much as much this week, but we're going to try. It's going to be gonna a try. different hey. kind of bad, it which can be refreshing. A- awareness can be good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I like that. And accountability, uh, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so with that, let's get into our games this week. Do, 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 do. What are you playing? And you know what? Because you guys have brought us so much joy these last two weeks, mm-hmm. uh, Troy and Lewis, would you guys like to start us off with the last week of The Last of Us, <laughs> hopefully? Oh, this is the last time we this can talk about it? This is the last week okay. of The Last of I'm Us. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what, you don't want to talk about this every week for three hours? No, this is going to yeah. be the Onaga of our- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking about it. Yeah. You can't stop Onaga. You can't stop me talking about it. So Lewis and I have finished The Last of Us 2, that hotly anticipated game that for the last seven years mm-hmm. that we've been waiting for um the past two weeks we've been talking about the gameplay of it because we wanted to stay away from spoilers yeah. Wait, um, can i rephrase that oh uh, yeah for the last two weeks <laughs> oh my god we've been talking about this okay yeah. sorry please mandy's continue. around between episodes when we're still talking about it for hours audibly in front of her um and with you so so because we're gonna go hard into the narrative side of last of us we're gonna give a big spoiler warning right now that uh yeah we're just gonna be talking about the story beats yeah if you want to listen to the gameplay stuff go to our previous episodes but we're gonna talk about that so if you do want to skip the spoiler stuff we're gonna put the timestamps into the description or the comment section uh wherever you're you're reading this or you got this podcast, and it'll tell you when we start talking about it and when we end. So look out for that if you want to skip the spoilers. Otherwise, buckle on in. Oh, uh, yeah. We's about to go deep. 
real deep, but not too deep. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I think it. I think it's fine, Lewis. If, if I could speak for you and say that we think this game's pretty special, mm, it's definitely. a special, special game, and there's no way we're going to be able to cover everything we want to talk about. <laughs> that's another podcast. That is. That's, that's another. Yeah. That's an entire podcast. That's an entire <laughs> series. Yeah. Find us on Overwatch. That's where we talk about it the most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so now we're just going to talk about some very some pinpointed uh, uh, parts in the story. Sure. So, do you want to set up Last of Us real quick? Sure, I can give it a try. Um, uh, so, Last of Us Part Two takes place obviously after The Last of Us, which is set in this post-apocalyptic world that has been overrun by a specific kind of fungus that essentially turns people into zombies. zombies. It's zombies. Is plant, it zombies? Plant My zombies. Plums. Oh my, that's I'm wasting time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing the time we have. Yeah, I know. <laughs> with this plambies, with failed plant zombie yeah. improv. Um, so, Last of Us Part Two takes place after the events of the first one. Um, after this long journey that the characters of Joel and Ellie, the main characters of the first one, go on, and Part Two is the aftermath of things that you do in the first one yeah. directly, not things that you like that you do behind the scenes things that you actually do as the player and part two says hey remember that stuff you thought was just part of the game yeah here are the consequences of it right and that's where part two takes off yeah they 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 superman versus batman us oh man oh man <laughs> yeah um so let's just get right into the catalyst joel is the main character of the last of us one this game in the first couple hours uh, as you're playing as Ellie for a majority of that time, um, Joel is brutally murdered pretty, in, in the first few hours of this almost, game. Uh, almost right, at, right, right out the gate, almost. Yeah. Like. And, and this is kind of the catalyst that kind of really sets the tone for what this game is and where the heart of this game is, mm -hmm. is that you as Ellie, who even when you were playing the first game, you had this great you know, uh, affinity for Joel, he's taken out very abruptly, very violently mm -hmm. and with no honor, like, like it's just dirty. It's just painful. Yeah. Like the world, <laughs> like the world. That it's wow. Set so <laughs> welcome to our reprieve from how dark things are. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, it's fascinating. Like this is such a fascinating choice to me that they decided to take out the main character from last of us. This is a, a character that we have been trying that we've been looking forward to either spending time with or playing with or whatever. And, and, and he's just gone. And, and Ellie, when she is there, doesn't even necessarily see him gone. She sees him murdered. Yeah, tortured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that kind of hate that boils up in Ellie. I don't know if you felt this, Lewis, but like I was feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I because like this, I don't is, know. this is your character that you. This was the only like character that you played through the first one, right? Like you right. played as him pretty much yeah. the entire yeah. game. Yeah, and then they came out with the DLC where they gave you a taste of Ellie's gameplay. Psst. I'm not talking about that. Oh, you're the right. My bad. Game. My bad. Main <laughs> game. Main game. Uh, yeah, but but the, the the my problem with that, or is like, or not problem, but like, yeah, my problem is like a person and like a, a person who feels is like as a gamer, like I just love Joel. I love so Joel so much to see him go out in such a horrible way. Actually, did make me pretty pissed. It's like it's not like I okay going into this game, I expected Joel to die. Mm -hmm. But I live in the fantasy world where your great heroes have this awesome send-off. Either he's peaceful in his bed, or maybe he goes down fighting zombies, or maybe he sacrifices himself, you know, to, like, save Ellie. I had all these ideas. I really thought—I I, I didn't think he was going to make it out of this 
game going into it. But I did think that when he did go out, that it would be epic and it, it would be fireworks and yeah. it would be honorable. Yeah. And also, maybe we wouldn't see it like that. Or even, <laughs> even if we did, it was just going to be like badass, you right? Know? Yeah. And this was not. This not was at pitiful. All. This mean, was blindsided. It was brutal, and I guess in the brutality of it, it was a little badass, but in a terrible way. Um, oh. I mean, because it was definitely a reflection of the world itself. And honestly, I would have. I guess been surprised if he had died a more gentler way. Right. I mean, that's the thing is the world is bad. Yeah. So it's not, it's not, yeah. Like because we're playing the video game and, and like we're playing the story, we expect it to be kind of glorified. But the reality of this world is that it's not and things just happen. Mm-hmm. And, and for this to happen, I thought it was interesting because it set off Ellie's journey, which was yeah. really about kind of revenge and, yeah. and dealing with grief. And and this is the catalyst that is the drive for for the game, especially for Ellie's Ellie's Definitely. journey in it. So I found that as a good motivation. <laughs> for sure, because so a, a lot of times when it comes to games like this, it's a very violent game. There's lots of shooting, but we play a lot of games with shooting. Uncharted is a great example. Yeah, like you're just shooting nonstop the entire time. But with Uncharted, it's like, hey, I'm going to shoot like 30 people and they're dead and then swing on a vine and be like, I'm a pirate. Yay. And like make a joke about my shirt or about, you know, my my friend Sully or something. And there was always kind of a disconnect between what he was doing versus like his demeanor throughout the game. Right. I think a lot of games do that. Even like Jack and Daxter or, or, you know, another Naughty Dog thing. You're shooting things, but you're just having a great time doing it. With Ellie, the a lot of. It's like they justified the amount of violence in there. Mm-hmm. Not that I agree with her doing all the violence, but just mm-hmm. the idea of like, at least my character feels like they are in a place where they could take that horrible step to murder. Yeah, and it 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 felt realer, and it and that, that feels really bad to say. <laughs> Maybe, but, but I mean, it makes sense, especially because at least in this game, and compared to Uncharted, you see the toll it takes on her throughout the game, not just from that beginning or like randomly, but as you play more and as you kill more people with each like next cutscene, you see her more and more and more worn down. Yeah, and like just it, and like then you see physically what it's done to her body. Yeah, it's like almost deformed it in a yeah. way. And I, I think it's cool how, like, the story for, it's about the themes. And I think this idea of revenge for her slowly turns into obsession. Mm-hmm. And her obsession over it becomes more important. Because we, we watched a couple of interviews with Neil Druckmann, the director, yeah. and, and some of the, the actors involved. And he talks about how Ellie's kind of journey in this is this obsession for revenge and how it ties into her ego and becomes an obsession. Yeah. And it, 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 the, the idea of it being for Joel is lessened and lessened. And, and, and because of that, she kind of loses herself. And the people around her end up getting really hurt. Mm-hmm. But um, on a scale of sandwiches, <laughs> <laughs> to lighten, to lighten it up. from one to five sandwiches, <laughs> since you both played it and you both finished it, how do you feel yeah. the game ranks? This is a five. five. This is a five sandwich if I can, game. If I can this give sense. more than five sandwiches, it's more <laughs> than I mean, five sandwiches. This sandwich sounds like it's actually made of sand. Yes, <laughs> yes. like gritty yeah. sand that you just yeah. threw a pile of sand in your mouth, and then they were like, mm, right? Yeah, but this like, is the it's the best like, sandwich. It's also like. Golden sand. Ooh, that doesn't because, sound good to eat. But okay. well, 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 but then you're pooping gold, and yeah. that's just kind of cool. That's dangerous. Just awesome, dangerous not, for it's sure. Not, it's not gonna feel good while you're doing it, but it's gonna look real. P- but afterwards, you're like, look at fucking poop yeah, gold. Yeah, like, look, look at this awesome thing. You're, you're still not selling me on this. No, which feels like Last of Us. <laughs> it is a hard game to play, and I think you're 100 percent right. Like it is grueling. I felt bad. I had to stop sometimes. I was I was visibly upset by what the game made me do 
but at the same time it was such an original way to tell a very rote tale mm-hmm. that that i i was experiencing a, like a new feeling that i i haven't had which which is like this kind of misery and and it's it's and, and, and because it's a, a bring it into a way so that it's not just miserable, that it's also empowering and you feel just this huge swath of empathy. I think that's probably one of the main themes of this game is just how to exercise your empathy, that it wasn't it wasn't just sad and gloom. It, there was a heart to it Definitely. that was very real. Yeah. And, and were, it's amazing that they were able to achieve no, yeah. that. And even throughout the brutality, there were moments of absolute beauty in the game of like yeah. actual small moments for sure, small, but yeah. moments of happiness. What, what what were some of your like little small highlighted moments? Um, I mean, I, I I told you this, and I can talk about it forever. But there's a moment when uh, it's a flashback moment because there, since Joel dies in the beginning, there are flashback moments. Right, he is in the rest of the game. A he lot. is in the game. He is in <laughs> the game. Yeah. they would not get rid of that character in that way where yeah. he would just not be in the game anymore. Yeah, he is in the game a lot in flashbacks where you get to see the in between of the last game and this game between him and Ellie. Because right. it's been four years. Yeah, since so the there's last a game. lot of time between them, um, and he takes her to a museum for her birthday. And they go to like the dinosaur exhibit, then they go to the space exhibit, and they go into like this old um, used shuttle. Mm-hmm. And he has a mixtape, right, for her as like a gift, as for a her, gift, yeah, uh, essentially a, a mixtape of of a launch. Yeah, yeah. he <laughs> gives you the mixtape, and you think it's gonna be like you know some some nineties punk. Legit or something. thought yeah. it was gonna be music. Yeah, and then it's a a launch, so she puts it on and she closes her eyes while it's sitting in the shuttle, and then you see like the lights change over her face. Yeah, it's and just a shot close up of her of her face yeah. with the helmet, space helmet. Over yeah, it. and it's one of the most beautiful moments and on the reflection of the space helmet you see like the launch and mm-hmm. her going through oh, the atmosphere cool. yeah. and then oh, like the, the twinkle of space and yeah. she has her eyes closed the whole time she's imagining it yeah and you can see her feeling it and it's so beautiful yeah it's one of my favorite moments i think in video games nice. now <laughs> and what about you troy um, any any favorite moments of yours for me i think one of my favorite moments was early on in the game you stumble into a music shop and you find a guitar this game opens up with with Joel teaching you how to play guitar because that's what he promised you in the original game. Mm-hmm. And he teaches you a song. And then four years later, you know how to play the guitar. He's dead now. You are trying to deal with this huge event. You stumble into this um, music store with your, your love interest, your girlfriend, Dina. Mm-hmm. And so you bring it out and you start playing. And you go to play his song, but you stop yourself because it's too hard to go there. Mm-hmm. And so instead, she plays Aha's Take On Me. <laughs> and when she started, I'm kind of laughing, and they're kind of giggling at how ridiculous the Aha thing is. And the, the, the visuals are beautiful. Just yeah. it's, you're, you're sitting, there's light, and, and Dina uh, uh, like, uh, sits next to you, just kind of looking up at you. And you play the most beautiful rendition of Take On Me yeah. that kind of like, like symbolically, like I get what they were doing with that, mm-hmm. with that, with that song now. That's it's yeah. like poignant. And what's more amazing is they animated like Dina falling in love with Ellie and you see that and I haven't seen that in video games like the acting and the technology mesh to the point where I got to see someone fall in love that is like technically and narratively just amazing just wow and then what makes that moment even more amazing is that it's missable yeah (laughs) you don't don't have to have that moment yeah you can pass right over it if you don't decide to literally practice the guitar and Mm -hmm. it was and that makes me like it on a game game level because uh as the director was saying it reminds me of half-life where you can look anywhere at all times like half-life 2 Mm -hmm. and if you're not looking at like certain things you'll miss 
you'll miss really beautiful moments, a wink here, a mm -hmm. conversation there. So the idea that not only was it beautiful, but it felt like it was mine, nice. you know, That's and awesome. that I discovered this, like the game is beautiful. Like yeah. I said, yeah. Lewis and I could literally talk. We've talked for hours about it already. We could continue <laughs> going it, but we wanted to pinpoint just Joel's death since it is the catalyst and kind of a couple of our highlights here. Mm -hmm. nice. um, um, but Okay. We'll keep talking about yeah. it on our own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we do have the rest of a yeah. podcast to go through. But uh, no, I'm, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed it um, and that you guys have had a chance to talk about it. You know, as like you said, you know, you guys have been talking about it off off podcast as well. It's so everything. special. Oh, yeah. It's I'm a really, special game. I'm really happy for you guys. So, yeah. uh, But yeah, let's, uh, let's get on with the podcast, though. Mm, right on. And yeah. um, Joe, what did you play this week? I played Mr. Driller Land. Mr. Drillerland. Yeah, it just came out for the Switch, and I think it's on. It, I feel like it was on something else as well. I just it probably is. <laughs> but it, it's actually not a report entirely of what they did with the DS game like ten years ago. Mm -hmm. um, it's they actually added in all, a lot of the older game mechanics into it because you have two ways to play. And can anybody doesn't know what Mr. Driller is? If you've ever seen Dig Dug, Mr. Driller is Dig Dug's son, basically. Uh, you, it's a puzzler where you uh, have an entire map of, say, Tetris blocks, and you start at the top of the map with a drill, and you drill down, <laughs> and then you're trying to get to the to the bottom, basically. Uh, they usually each uh, round is 100 meters, and you start losing your life because you can't breathe. So then there's little breathing tablets everywhere in there. So you're trying to the blocks fall on you. Uh, the further you go, the faster they fall. Oh. The more breath you lose. It's one of those like you know, just as the better the better it gets, then the harder it gets. As a, as a Dr. Mario aficionado, this also seems like a Tetris-like. It is. Yeah. Oh, oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. It's a really, really fun game. I've, I've loved Mr. Driller since it came out. Um, however, I, I'm an arcade Mr. Driller person. Like, I'm so used to using an actual, like, arcade stick that playing the game on consoles has been really difficult for me. <laughs> to, the, uh, to, to the point of Brian once built me an arcade machine with Mr. Driller in it so I could play Mr. Driller at my house. <laughs> so like, Because well, I used to, if I had a bad day, I would go over to the place called Gameworks. It was uh, over by Sawgrass. And I would just sit there for an hour and pump, you know, a dollar into the machine and just sit there for an hour and play Mr. Driller. And it, it used to really, it was very calming. It was just one of those games I could just sit there and do for hours. And it didn't matter how bad or good it got. It was just like, here we go. Just go down the levels, go down the levels, go down the levels. <laughs> um, so they put, they put out a new one. And it has two modes of play, a casual play and a uh, the old style of play. The old style of play is so hard compared to casual. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't realize how long it had been since I had played Mr. Driller. So I was like, screw it. I'm going to play in the old style. I don't need this word casual. What is that? I'm not one of the casual driller players. Well, I really should have been a casual driller player. <laughs> <laughs> I started, but they, they added new modes. Um, there's a couple of different lands now you go to. So it's like one of them is like a, a haunted house. And there's a whole bunch of new drillers that if you play the Japanese versions of the game or the DS, the one DS game that came out here, they introduced multiple different kinds of drillers. You can play as Poochie, his dog. And the dog has like higher jumping powers, but he doesn't drill very fast. So you get squished a lot faster or you can get out of the way quicker. Who knows? <laughs> um, they added a girl driller. They added a boy driller, a different driller other than Mr. Driller. And they added the dad from Dig Dug. They, they actually added Aww. him in. It's really cute. And each one of them has their own power. They added me a robot. I used to play as the robot all the time. Uh, he was really dumb. Like, he drilled awfully, but if you got squished once, it didn't take a life away. Oh, he would okay. just squish his head, so then you were only drilling with his bottom of his body. <laughs> it was really ridiculous. <laughs> so I, I've been playing it all week. I really, really love it. It's really hard. Uh, they have all these new areas to go into. There's a haunted area where there's bats that are inside the drill block, so you have to get potions and health for air to be able to drill down further to then cr make the blocks glow and then you drill the bats and they turn into ruby spiders it's very weird and it, each one they made like five different lands where that's what you do like it has like a gimmick mm -hmm. to the land one of them is a golden idol catcher 
it's like you're Indiana Jones and you're going through this, this uh-huh. area and there's boulders that fall left and right and they follow you everywhere so you have to just keep drilling to go faster okay, to get the boulders cool. to go away. It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, the game's really fun. If you like Mr. Driller, you're absolutely going to love this game. Uh, they have a new a new addition they added called Drill Town. Uh, yeah. Don't look that up. Do yeah. not, do not, do not uh, Google Do not Drill Google that. Please. Oh, God. I just thought about it. So, just yeah. Mr. Driller's Drill Town, maybe. Mr. Driller Drill Town. Yes. Is, be very specific. Yeah. They, they, so they have this area where they have these shops and you buy things from the shops. Uh, this I know this hasn't gotten any better yet. Um, <laughs> they have a card shop and they have a figurine shop. And as you're playing the rest of the game, you're collecting points and cookies and different things. And you spend those points and things in those, in those shops to unlock little figurines in the game. Oh, cute. I have never understood this thing, that that type of thing in a game, aside from Smash Brothers. It's the only game I've ever been like, yeah, I want all the trophies. Yeah, I want the dumb card that says whatever. (laughs) In this, I was like, I did it two or three times. They have a mystery pack thing where you give them an over amount of these stupid you know cookies or coins or whatever and they give you a mystery pack of three items and one of them could be glowing i was like i don't understand any of this so you know a way to go really cool driller game and drill town is kind of funny but like i don't understand the 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 money mechanism in the game like i don't need that you just drill drill. (laughs) all right you You drill for the love of drilling exactly no one's buying this game because they want to have points so i was very i was scratching my head about that but that's about the only thing i didn't love about the game was like drill town all right (laughs) sure this is for somebody it's not for me yeah but mr driller nice drill land on the switch i think it was a 29.99 oh okay Okay. well well worth it oh absolutely worth it for me for me yeah i already love mr driller it made me want to go find my old game i guess for the playstation and whatnot and just see if i could crank it out and be like how bad was i at this i don't remember (laughs) being really bad at this so screw it i'm just gonna turn the arcade on later i need like an arcade stick to play mr driller (laughs) that's fun though all right nice nice Uh, i will go next uh the game i played this week was uh super smash bros ultimate New uh, game, new game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it is a new, new release character. <laughs> character. <laughs> uh, Min Min from the game Arms was added in this week as a DLC character. Yes, and mm-hmm. we uh, we hopped on uh, myself, Troy, Lewis, Joe as well. But uh, apparently, you can't play co-op and online anymore, which nope. is kind of stupid. Uh, but <laughs> so yeah, it's dumb. just the one of us playing at a time, and so. We, you know, we hopped on and we started playing online and Min Min is a fun character. I'd say so. She's a fun character. She's not my kind of fun character because okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm a much more hard, hit, hard hitter or a sword character or one of those. Yeah. I'm not a, a punch really far. I'm not a long range character. Yeah. She's kind of like a poker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Most maps aren't really long. So right. fighting with her well, is... Well, yeah. Difficult. Explain what her what her deal is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, 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 Min Min, you know, so, so in the game, arms you have these really elongated arms. Uh, some people use their hair. Some people use their arms. It's just superpower, whatever. Um, but they box, and so that's the game. Uh, so they in this, box with stretchy arms. With stretchy arms. <laughs> yeah. And so in this one, uh, what do you know? She boxes with stretchy arms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she has, you know, she has different hand or different arms that she can change into. So like he de- her default is like a dragon and I think a um, one of the, the chains or something it's like that. It's like a frisbee or, or something. A frisbee, yeah. yeah it's like a weird yeah. disc. I don't know. But she, a yo-yo, I think. Yeah, yeah, yo-yo. Yeah. yeah. But then as you go, you can actually switch your different arms and you can switch them one at a time as well. Mm-hmm. So... 
You can it, so if you yeah. want to hit harder, you can ch- you know change to the ball and chain or whatever it is. Yeah, each arm has a different property. Different property. It's kind of like mid range, you know, fast and slow, or like super fast but weak. Yeah, yeah, that type of thing. And uh, just not my kind of character, though. <laughs> I, I tried playing her for, what, for about an hour or yeah. so, maybe, and I just I don't think I won once in that entire on, time. On certain maps, she's she is a beast. Yes, and those are like the flat maps. She doesn't have a lot of Clearly. things to hit people that are above her yeah. <laughs> or below her. Um, but if you're across from her, mm-mm. Yeah, you got it. You yeah. Just, yeah. And that it, distance yeah. will get you. And I think that's the problem with Smash is is, is for her, she's technically a, a character that you need to try and keep a good amount of distance away from your opponent. But so much of just like casual fun Smash is just like everyone just jump. It's just a dog pile. Everyone's on top of each other hitting you, everyone. Yep. And she's just inherently kind of disadvantaged because her close-up moves are her weakest. Yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah, um, in fact, she but, doesn't even, sometimes she doesn't even hit you if you're really close. Yeah. Right. She passes you. Yeah. Right yeah. yeah. So, but it, that makes her kind of fun because yeah. I think a lot of characters are just like, let me get in your face and hit you. So it was fun for me after playing her for a while and getting kind of past that frustration of like, I can't hit you. You're too close mm-hmm. of like really trying to create space or use other characters to like make the space for me. Yeah. And there, there is a nice rhythm there. I think she's going to be a really hard character to play for the the pros, but I'm sure they'll make it look very easy. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, because you can, because just like in the game, the game you can uh, kind of uh, twist your punches to wherever you want to go, and this you can hit up, you know, as you're punching, you can hit up or down, and it'll also curve up or down, but not by much. She's got the best throw in the game. She does, actually. She's got the the best range for a throw, Like, and I think that's what I need to lean into more, because you can't block a throw. You just got... You just get caught. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I had a lot of fun playing it, though. It was it was actually really great. Cause I don't think I played for probably about a really long time, probably about six months to yeah. a year. And that's going to be kind of a new thing we're doing. We're going to try to get more into uh, Twitch streaming. So uh, that's right. that was a nice nice little test. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Because yeah, we uh, streamed it as well. Uh, yeah. The unreleased day on Tuesday. Um, we actually got some some people who were chatting in, in 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 the chat to actually play with us. Yeah, because it was we had cool. a spot awesome. open, so it was just the three of us. Awesome. It was pretty cool. I, it was fun. So, yeah. yeah, so look look forward to some more content. We'll have some more Smash Days out Definitely. there. Definitely. Yeah, especially with all of us, or as many as we can get on there. Yeah, <laughs> right on. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, that was my game this week: Super Smash Bros. Ultimate DLC character Min Min. Uh, and then what about you, Amanda? What did you play this week? Uh, I played a Glass Masquerade on the Switch. Um, it's it's a super simple game. Is You um, are basically putting back together uh, stain, stained glass clocks. Okay. As you go around the world and every country you stop in, they have the outline of a clock. And then it's a puzzle game. Like okay, literally gotcha. a puzzle game. <laughs> uh, and you put down the shards of glass and then they connect together. And it's fun because normally puzzles are very like round and fluffy. And these have very sharp edges and okay. very small pieces. Nice. So if you can imagine taking little tweezers and putting together broken pieces of glass, uh, that's what this is. But it's very pretty. Yeah, um, yeah. It has very relaxing music. Um, and it's not, I mean, they, they, t- they record your time, but it's not competitive. So it's just kind of super zen to put these... Uh, it sounds awesome. Yeah. It, I, I played like six levels of it. Uh, all of them were amazing. All mm-hmm. of the clocks were really, really pretty. Nice. Um, nice. It was a um, dollar. That's oh, good. Oh. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> yeah. um, and then, so are are the shards of glass um, uh, procedurally generated? Like if you play the same level, will it be the same shards of glass? Do they, you know? They are the same pieces because like stained glass, they are, they're not broken. Oh, they're okay. that segment of glass. Okay. That makes oh, sense. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, All right, that makes sense. Then. But I imagine I would play through the whole thing and then put it aside. And and actually, um, 
Glass Masquerade 2 is already out, so oh, okay. I can just buy the next one. Oh, there you go. And, it, and also, it's a buck, so yeah, it was a dollar. Yeah, you I mean? get whatever you can get out of I it. I think normally it was fourteen, but it's on sale. Oh, it's okay. all—it's the old um, game, and it's their summer sale. So on sale for a dollar, jeez. Yeah, I, I highly recommend it for a yeah. dollar. Yeah, I need oh, yeah. to play more iPhone games. I've definitely been slacking. Uh, I think this is available on the iPhone, but I did play it on the Switch. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha, oh, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Nice. nice. Uh, did you play with the Joy Cons or was it touch base? I didn't check to see if it was touch base. I played with the Joy-Con. Okay, all right. That all right. probably, I should try that because that would make it better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Drag so, and drop. I mean, it wasn't bad, but I would like to just drag and drop, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Yeah, because it's so like, kind of like the opposite of Pokemon Cafe where you wish you could use the Joy-Cons yes. and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. Uh, how many levels are there, do you know? I'm not sure. Um, when I when you finish a level, you will unlock one or two more. So okay. you're oh, kind of I traveling see. around the world doing these. Um, and it was a dollar. So even if there was only three levels, I, I got my money's worth. <laughs> so I've done six and there's plenty of more for me to still play. Nice. Nice. All right. Cool. Well, all right. Well, I'll do it for our games this week. Now that brings us to our news segments. Nose, 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 nose. And E-W-S. News. Nice. <laughs> Uh, and uh, to start off this week's news, though, we do have a little bit of a, of a statement to release, though. Yes. Since mid-June, more than 200 reports of sexual misconduct have surfaced within the video game industry, ranging from CEOs to writers and streamers. While many of these instances of abuse and unwarranted sexual advances are still under investigation, many companies, employees, and streamers have come out in support of the victims. While we are far from a staple in the video game industry, we would like to do our part by removing or editing content related to individuals responsible for this type of abuse. As of July 4th, we will be pulling Season 1, Episode 53, Fallout and Fu Manchus. While the story development from the Fallout series and Knights of the Old Republic remain important, we do not feel comfortable honoring Chris Avalon at this time. Yeah, it's been a very angry week of just hearing more and more allegations coming out of what's been going on for years in, yeah. between streaming and the video game industry Definitely. and like accountability and just taking part of yeah. what we can do to to you know support support the victims the the most wo- wonderful thing that 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 i read was um someone compared this to 2014 the gamergate in 2014 and yeah. about how people were coming out they were getting um uh, oh my gosh yeah like women were just getting and, yeah, oh, yeah. some people had to move like, yeah. so um, ugly and this is this has felt very different there have been multiple people who've gotten allegations who've come out and apologized or um multiple yeah. companies that are seem to be taking it more seriously yeah this this feels like how it should have went the first time yeah definitely you know this is you know people taking responsibility people realizing that this is a systemic problem right um and has been for quite a while in all industries not just the game industry so it is it is good that it is going I guess so well if, if that's if well, I mean and that it, it looks like you know the companies you know, I, I'm sad that it took so long but yeah. like are actually listening and taking actions like uh, Evo this this uh, this year that's coming up the fighting game tournament a lot of allegations came up concerning people in different fighting communities Street Fighter Mortal Kombat um, Smash, uh, Brothers. Smash Brothers and those those uh, video games, Mortal Kombat, they're they're pulling out of of Evo. I mean, I, I should take it back. There weren't allegations against uh, Mortal Kombat or or Street Fighter, but Evo itself, the one of the the head people there had yeah. allegations against them. Yeah, the uh, the CEO and co-founder of it, uh, right. what, had allegations against them, which he has admitted and, and apologized for. 
Um, but because of that, it was going to happen this weekend. It was going right. to happen July 4th. They had over 1,400 people register for it. It was going to be a month-long event because wow. normally it happens over the course of like a week or two weeks mm -hmm. in person, but they can't do that, obviously. But it was going to take place this weekend, and two days beforehand, they just canceled it because of yeah. all this. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah, they pulled it. They, Mortal Kombat pulls out. Street Fighter pulls out. You're not having a, a fighting game tournament. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Um, and I think like before, that may not have happened, where the companies were actually going to make actions based on what they're hearing. And then, and then yeah. Yeah, agreed. Was, yeah, so I think that that's good, and yeah, the smash thing is is is, is a thing as well. They there were allegations there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna continue. I'm gonna unfortunately continue the the sad train uh, by this week. Uh, some more sad news: uh, streamer Byron Reckful Bernstein passed away uh, from an apparent suicide. Uh, he was a huge World of Warcraft streamer and one of the OGs of Twitch and has always talked open and honestly about his mental health struggles. I know he was diagnosed with bipolar disease and, and lots of other mm -hmm. things. He even live streamed one of his uh, counseling sessions with his therapist. Wow. So that way everybody else could see what's going on with him. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just, uh, it's just sad that, you know, it, it came to that. Yeah. But, you know, wherever he is, I hope he's at peace. Um, and he was only 31. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gosh. But uh, big, big hearts. Yeah. So, but. Moving on from that, uh, we do have some Horizon Zero Dawn news. Uh, okay. It'll be releasing August 7th for both Steam and Epic Games. <gasps> the new game? Oh, finally. No, yes. no, 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 no. The, the original. Oh. The original. But, the, yeah. but it does come with the DLC. It does come with the Frozen oh, Wilds nice. DLC. So it, they can, you yeah. can experience the full game. That, that's pretty important because that's a PlayStation exclusive. Yes. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the next one's still a PS5 exclusive, but... This is something, so in case you were wondering about it, you could buy it, and if you liked it enough, buy a PS5. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. Uh -huh. So right away. They're geniuses. Smart. They know what they're doing. They absolutely know what they're doing. Um, and then from that, uh, NBA 2K21 announced their cover athletes for this year's editions. And that's right. I said cover athletes, pluralized. Because they have three. <laughs> they, only, they only have one. Uh, for the current generation of consoles, uh, which is the PlayStation and Xbox One, uh, Dame Lillard is going to be your man. Uh, and for the next generation of consoles, uh, rookie Zion Williamson will grace it. Okay. Uh, and they did this to show that Zion is the future of the sport, right. just like how the PS5 and the Xbox Series X is the future of gaming. Right on. Um, and there will also be a special Mamba edition of the game that mm -hmm. will have uh, Kobe Bryant on the cover. That's that's going to oh, be that's, that's special. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and they draw they drew him really like just paintings yeah. of him were just beautiful the artwork of it is is phenomenal yeah nice. and they did both of his uh both of his jerseys as well his number 24 and his number eight okay, oh wow which was that's pretty awesome. cool and then from amazing to amazon their newest game crucible uh <laughs> that we talked about a couple episodes ago yeah um has been brought back to beta and unreleased <laughs> that new released went unreleased <laughs> damn <laughs> You played a game so well that it was, you know, you did it beforehand. <laughs> uh, yeah, that game was just a little bit empty. It was. Um, okay. It had some good ideas, had some good characters, mm -hmm. but it was just, it was too confusing. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, it was, was empty. So. Yeah, I, I feel like, the, um, I, I think I read that they're going to bring it back to it's just the one online mode okay. where it's the main, the main one that they okay. had everybody yeah, play. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just was not doing well player account wise. There's not enough people were playing it. I'm okay with that. Hey, yeah. it's not working out. Take it off. Rework it. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Go uh, ahead. 
Yeah, and it, it I didn't pay for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, so they're going back to closed beta. However, if you've already played it, you can just continue on like nothing's <gasps> That's happened. That's me. Yeah, <gasps> I'm in. I'm in, y'all. I'm in. Uh, I feel like this is kind of like a, a reaction to kind of like the the games going to Steam that were previously Epic Game Store exclusives, because mm-hmm. you kind of basically get two releases. Yeah, you get the one initial release where you're like, all right, you're doing really great. Uh, like with Outer Wilds, did mm-hmm. pre- pretty good on on Epic Games, but it was a year year long exclusive. And then oh, yeah. it, and then it announced on or then when it released for Steam, they got it again. shot up ag- again on the yeah. Uh, yeah I think, yeah, I think Hades did that. Yeah, yeah Hades Super as well. Giant, and it yeah. seems like that's happened with many of the games. Satisfactory, a bunch of them. Right. Are they're getting basically two releases where they're getting sure. two full marketing yeah. you know pushes. Go for it. Yeah. Make, so I feel like that that's money. what they're trying to do. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, absolutely. And then for our last bit of news, Dr. Disrespect, one of Twitch's biggest streamers, has been permanently banned from the platform. Mm -hmm. Uh, There has not been any reason given from either side, but the platform has said that it will not be reversible. Um, He was signed to an exclusive contract earlier in this year, I think, or last year, uh, with Twitch for reportedly $10 million a year. Wow. uh, Before the service canceled his contract. Um, all the platform has said is that they have evidence that he has violated their community guidelines or terms of service and that it applies to streamers mm. no matter how big they are. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised they haven't released what it was that he's such a big name in, in Twitch of like, what what did you do wrong? Yeah. That sounds like a legal thing. That sounds like oh, we would that's say what that I maybe think. not yeah. legally right. we can. They have been banning a few accounts here and there for like hate speech and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I think, yeah, our president <laughs> yeah. got his account <laughs> banned got pretty his... recently. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, but it's it's... It's especially weird with Doctor Disrespect because he's been playing. He's an actual character. That's what he plays. Yeah, on he has Twitch. like a mustache. He's, he's, he's a got mustache, like a big old yeah. red cowboy hat. Yeah. like there's there's nothing like it's it's like a joke. It's comedy. Yeah, it is. And so last year he was banned or suspended for I think a full month because he filmed inside of the E3 uh, bathrooms. Right. Uh, because <laughs> that was his first time he's ever done a live, uh, you know, stream, and he just wasn't thinking was he using the bathroom uh yes he was he, the thing was it was inside the bathroom where other people are also it's yeah, a guy's okay. bathroom it's, that's, it's yeah. urinals and that's, stuff like that. that is disrespectful yes <laughs> <laughs> so he got banned from e3 and you know everything else and he got suspended uh, is that, that his was, thing i haven't watched him is this thing doing like kind of like jackass type stuff kind of but it that was his first i think and only in real life stream everything okay. else is it's just his face he's playing games and he's i mean like just, his personality yeah his is personality is, is, is yeah, to yeah, be yeah, like yeah. Yeah, his shtick is he's he's an idiot or not he's an idiot, but he's like the biggest bully type of thing. Oh. Where he's just you know constantly trash talking. Really? Doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh. he but he plays it up. So okay, he's, like he's a parody of. That. Yes, he's a parody of that. Okay, um, but <laughs> it's a fine line. Yes, it's a yeah. fine line. It's a fine line. Um, but it was especially weird too because his very last stream, I think it was the last eight minutes. You know, he's doing a shtick, and then he looks down at his phone and he gets up and walks away for a couple of minutes. Comes back and goes. All right, um, we'll, we'll we'll get through this. I don't know, you know, I don't know what's you know, but whatever it is, we'll get through it. And then he ended. The I just stream. got banned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like wow. whatever it was, Whoa. I don't think he, I don't think he expected to get banned because right. of the way he was saying it. But and so it, Twitch even went so far as to refund people's subscriptions to him. Whoa. So if they just subscribed to him Whoa. within the last month, they That's refunded fair. his. Hey. Yeah, I mean, right, get, yeah, get, yeah, get yeah. your money back. So so. Huh. But as of right now, which is I think almost exactly a week later, still nothing. So and I and I like I think it's because legally they're just not going to say anything. Okay, it's uh, the best course to go. Uh, but yeah, so that'll do it for that news. But finally, we do have some positive news uh, at the end of this, which is turn up for what? Turn up for what? <laughs> 
And this week is with Finula from Bree. As the mainland returns to some form of normalcy, many island residents are abandoning their temporary homes and returning to their quote-unquote normal lives. Despite the recent downturn in the island economy, local businessman and real estate tycoon Nook Nookington is unfazed by recent events, stating, they'll be back. Oh ho ho ho. They'll be back. In related news, Mr. Nookington recently relinquished management of the Nook Inc. Twitter feed, back to island favorite and adorable puppy dog Isabel. Critics of the rich, rascally raccoon speculate that this shrewd business move is intended to placate the masses by distracting them with adorable images and new emoticons. In our main story tonight, this year's inaugural bug-off competition opened to mixed reviews. Many island residents enjoyed the festive insect collection, boasting rave reviews about Flick's festive furniture and dandy duds. Other residents were distracted by the constant wails of, Lo, the end is nigh, and, Oh, the humanity, echoing through the halls of the local museum. Please join us next week for these stories and more. This has been Fanula from Bree Reporting. Buy low, sell high, and stay safe. Turn it for what? That was awesome. <laughs> I like it. That was amazing. You know, turn it for what never fails to to bring it. You know. <laughs> to, to turn it. To, to turn it, it up. <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for our news segment. Now it brings us into our. Mighty Marcel Tasty Topic. Mighty Marcel Tasty Topic. Explosion in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Robot noise. (laughs) Accurate. Yeah. And uh, this week's Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic is going to be brought to us by Lewis. Yeah. Okay. So this week, as we were talking about Last of Us before, um, this week the Tasty Topic is about player expectations and the final product. Um, Player expectations versus the final product when it comes to video games and particularly... With The Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, people really wanted this game to be a certain way, and it wasn't. No. <laughs> Any excuse to talk about this twice. Any we made it. We did it, Lewis. We did it. This whole week, every time I talk about Last of Us, man, it's just like, ugh. <laughs> I actually heard this. an audible sigh yeah. from Amanda <laughs> when we were playing Overwatch. It was yeah. amazing. But yeah, uh, but yeah so, so just like before, we will put spoiler when you can start and stop, because there will be spoilers Some in this. Some timestamps. Some timestamps in the comments and, and the descriptions and whatnot. Yeah. So look at that if you don't want to experience yeah. it. So this is stuff that you really want to be talking about. This uh, is the stuff yeah. that we're like, what? This yeah. is the stuff that people are angry about. Uh, angry internet commenters. And so I think it all comes down to the horrible, horrible leaks that came out a couple weeks ago. Or like a month ago? No, it was it? April. Yeah. In April. Yeah. That pretty much showed a good chunk of the game. But the main thing that the game showed is that, one, Joel dies. Yep. yep. And two, that you play as his killer for a good portion of the game. Yep. yep. Those, that's the game. Like, I mean, that is the game. Yeah, that's the game. <laughs> yeah. That's, like, the crux of the game. That's, like, that's like the heart of the game. That's what's so interesting about doing a revenge story from the person you're trying to kill's point of view. Like, yep. that's what makes this game special to me. Definitely. And so, but the fact that they got that without of context to the rest of the game... I think is why people were so mad. I, oh. I think people are also mad because, and, and I know the topic is about expectations, is yeah. that even if they didn't see that, their expectation going into the game 
um, having played Last of Us 1, was that I'm going to continue right. the tone and the relationships that they set up in that game. And this was very different. Right. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and also the expectation was that you're going to pl- be playing a certain character or a certain characters, you know, whatever. Right. right. Joel um, or Ellie. Joel, Joel <laughs> or Ellie. And maybe, you know, maybe you throw in a new one or whatever. They accompany you or something like that. But no, they kind of did like Metal Gear Solid where you play as Raiden instead of Solid Snake. Like mm. this... A good chunk of the game you're playing as Abby. Yeah, when, when you switch over to Abby, who is the person who kills Joel horribly, you, at first, I thought, like, oh, this is just going to be a side story to, like, you know, teach me that, you know, there's other sides to the story. Mm-hmm. That'll be great. But it'll be, like, you know, a, a couple missions or whatever. Yeah. But it's not. It's nope. half of the game. Half of the yeah. whole game. Yeah. And, and and at first, I was kind of annoyed by it because I was like, I want to play as Ellie. That's who I got. That's who I'm with. And I was like, okay, can I just get back to Ellie, please? Because I'm not going to hurt her. But they actually make you stick through and see this person's life. You see where they live. You see their friends, their family. It becomes in their, not just that, but also their backstory. When they were Ellie's age, when they were 13, 14, and how they've survived. And yeah, it does its job. By the end, this character who you hated, it's kind of a redemption story. And I kind of, you kind of end up. Feeling for him, so I mean, I that was an expectation that I didn't know that I was going to care yeah. about this other character the way <laughs> which that is, I did. Which is fascinating because the first game is a redemption redemption story, and then this for game, Joel, yeah. yeah, and then this game was a revenge story, but for Abby, it was redemption. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. And I remember when you start playing as Abby, like you get to that point where you think you're at the end of the game, right? And like she's holding a gun up to Ellie, and then blackout, and then you're Abby, and then it says Seattle day one. Right. I audibly went, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "I'm a. They're gonna make me go through three days again, right? But with her." And that realization, I think, is really important. And I think is another reason why there are so many angry people. Naughty Dog did go out of their way to mislead the the, the audience. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they added scenes to trailers. They cut it certain ways to make you either think Joel was alive or at least to totally omit the fact that Abby was a playable character. Yes, right. definitely to it do that. It was supposed to be a surprise. Yeah, yes, for sure. And I think it was supposed to play on that expectation. Yeah, yeah definitely. On I those mean, expectations. Although some people that are really angry about it, they're like, oh, the trailers misled us. We thought we were going to play as Joel and me. Maybe I like saw something else. Watching all the trailers, I never once thought I would be playing as Joel again. I, yeah. I, I think that's a fair... I, I, Troy and I talked about this a lot. Like a lot. Um, <laughs> Back when and, she was into talking about it. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and I think that it's fair to say that uh, I that if you went into this game expecting Joel to be in it and then Joel dies immediately, that that is disappointing. Oh, for sure. Whether whatever people got from the trailer, I like it's so subjective. But it's fair to say that if I bought this game hoping to see this relationship and it ended five minutes in. That, that I'm allowed to be disappointed. No, definitely. I completely agree with that. I guess for me, it's the people that are more commenting on the trailers. Because there's some people that didn't see any trailers and they went in fully expecting Joel and right. then did not get that. And then there are people that saw trailers that, for me, showed pretty like pretty accurate, clearly pretty yeah. clearly that you weren't playing as Joel. There was a cinematic trailer yeah. that's not in the game when, like, is it him that's playing guitar? Um, and, right. like... Ellie's walking around a house filled with like dead right. bodies. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, my expectation was this was going to be the role reversal. Yeah. Instead of Definitely. Joel with Ellie, it was going to be Ellie with Joel. Definitely. I, so, I, so I didn't think that that he was going to 
like to, I didn't think I was going to play as him, but I did think he was going to be my my extra, my plus one. Yeah, you thought he was going to be now the character that Ellie was yeah. in mm-hmm. the first one. Yeah. And, okay. and also, yeah. you thought you were going to be playing the heroine of the story. You yeah. know right. what you thought. But meanwhile, if you look at it objectively, Ellie's kind of the villain of the story. Well, I, I think objectively <laughs> that this game is just saying that there's no villains, there's it, no it, heroes. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah there we is, just there live in none. the gray of people trying to do the best they can. Yeah, there it, is no dying as a hero. It's, it's there's personal, you know, villains and, and exactly. heroines. Yeah. It's yeah. your own personal whatever. Yeah. Troy talked a bit about, and you, you touched on this at the beginning of the episode, that there are, there are parts of the games that made you uncomfortable. Yeah. There are parts of the games that made you angry, that made you sad, that made you disgusted with the things that you were doing. Mm-hmm. There were themes in the game that made you think about like a violence and about um, relationships and about like really difficult topics. Yeah. And I think that, it, that for the people who are disappointed... I, I personally, this is not my game. Like, I watched bits right. of you playing it, and there were times where I was actively angry, and I'm not even playing the game. <laughs> so that's not what I go to video yeah. games for. Right. Right. So I think they made a beautiful artistic story that tells a really elegant message. Mm-hmm. But I think some people who bought this game, who have played the first one, weren't necessarily looking for that. I don't want you to teach me about the dangers and the, <laughs> the the of violence and the revenge cycle. I don't want to be disgusted with it. I wanted the family romp that was the first game. So I the only from the it, yeah, criticisms yeah, yeah, that yeah. I've heard that was like that was the one that that hit me the most. It's like oh you know what if I had played the first one and then the second one came out and this is very much not my game. Mm-hmm. Then I could see them being disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably the cool thing about it is that the development team for Last of Us Two took those expectations of what and could read the room of what people did want. Yeah. And decided to challenge their audience and challenge themselves to give Definitely. them what they didn't. Because by doing that, we are going through Ellie's journey. Exactly. Right. I mean, right. The, the people that react to this game and the way it is because it's not what they wanted is the way that Ellie's reacting to Joel dying. Because exactly. that's not what she wanted. That, they are raged. They are like canceling people. They, the they tanked their reviews purposefully on Metacritic yep. just out of spite. Like <laughs> yeah. they're raging. And that's, ex- that's it's a parallel to what the game is dealing with. Exactly. And there's no right answer. That was the one thing with a couple of interviews uh, with Kind of Funny that I saw with you know, Druckmann. He's like, there's no right answer. It's not like we're saying, hey, you have to be this way to be better. It's like, here's, here's what it is. How you feel about it is how you feel about it. Yeah. (laughs) I knew people would be upset. And there are a bunch of people that, I mean, I looked at a bunch of the negative reviews and people that played up to Joel dying and then stopped. Right. Because they were too angry. And for me, I'm like, yeah, now you're Ellie. But I think that's right. very valid. Yeah. No, I think that's uh, definitely totally valid. One hundred percent. I think if you played the whole thing, that it's a beautiful story, and yeah. if not playing it, you missed out on that sure. experience. Yeah. But like, I totally get you playing until, yeah. you, or even we've had people that played until they were Abby, and mm-hmm. they just never related to her. Just one hundred percent anger the whole way through. Could not switch that gear. And I think they they missed some story points or some like like um, some elegance to it, but yeah. not necessarily. I can't discount them. No, like that that seems like a perfectly legitimate. No, because they created these characters, these people that they have, I mean, in a way, globbed onto to a point where, like, anything that's done to them, they see as bad. No matter what kind of perspective you're trying to give them from someone else, you know, Mm -hmm. with Abby, it's like, oh, cool, I get to play as Abby. I don't care. She killed Joel. That's it. Yeah. Or or people are just very matter of fact, like, okay, I get it. Not everyone's bad. Let's move on. And it's like, it's not that easy. It's, yeah. it's not like it's not that easy just it, to be like I intellectually get it like you know you kind of need to feel it and live it and experience yeah. it yeah but I think I think it's fair to say that some people didn't buy the right. game to feel and live and experience there's a lot of games to go pew pew zombies bah, bah, yeah and, no, and like for I said sure. we've I talked look at dinosaurs. we've talked for an hour about this game and we haven't even mentioned zombies we mentioned zombies yeah. just to set up the world state but it no. has so little to do with what zombies this game are- is 
scenery. Which is kind background. of a detriment to the game, oh, yeah. to be honest. But. Absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, Joe, did you have any 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 thoughts? I, as a person who did not play the first one, I watched a lot of it, and I mm-hmm. really enjoyed the story. Uh, as a person who heard all the spoilers and didn't watch any of them, but read a ton of them beforehand, and now as a person who has watched what everyone else has said, I really feel like Joel is the bad guy. I've always felt like he was the bad guy. <laughs> At the end of the last game, I was so upset that he didn't, for, to me, what I would have wanted to do as a player would be save the world. Yeah, It would be yeah. to my detriment to lose the one person I cared about more than anything right. else. Than, mm-hmm. than, and I, I thought at the end of the last game, I was so unhappy that he didn't do what I assumed was yeah. the right thing. So when this, when I heard the spoilers about who killed him, how he died, how awful everything was, I was like, like uh, I don't know if I'm that upset about because but I also I didn't play yeah I didn't, and, I, yeah and I feel like that's a big part of it as a watcher it was more like a movie to me so it was a lot easier for me to go like well I don't like that he did that yeah and then I, and then I so I now that I've seen a ton of what happens I think it's brutal and I completely I don't I'm in the same boat you're in Amanda I do not play games to be very upset if I start getting upset and want to throw controllers I need to stop playing that game <laughs> <laughs> like, like and, and if I had been that invested in this character the way like anybody had played with him in the first game mm-hmm. I think I would be so upset that I probably would have wanted to not play it for like a week or so right. I, I would have watched him die and be like I can't do this right. yeah. however yeah. I'm 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 almost chaotic neutral to a, to, a, to a very hard detriment with this I don't think Abby's wrong either. I know. I right. really, Joel killed right. her dad. Her dad right. had the cure to save humanity. Right. Yeah. I don't and, think it's fair. And Ellie feels the same way you do. Right. And yeah. they discuss. she discusses that in the game. She's like, my life has no purpose because of what you did, Joel. Yeah. And it's all about her trying right. to... like. And she finds out that she that he Although, lied like, to her. Come on, let's be fair. No one's life has purpose. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Get over yourself. She's the one, purpose, one person who had purpose and he took it I from her. It from yeah. I, but I do feel like that... Like, for me, like I heard Abby killed him and I thought the worst part of it wasn't that he died I didn't think that because mm-hmm. I, I was in the same boat you were in Lewis where I saw trailers and not once did I ever imagine anyone played as Joel in fact I actually thought he died in the game just from the yeah. very first time we saw anything because I'm like right. we're making yeah. a big deal out of not showing Joel no yeah right. exactly like, and like, I thought you were supposed to play as Ellie I assumed yes he would be in the game and that you would either do flashbacks or whatever but he looked older as well yeah, right. so yeah. Like, what is that guy gonna go out and do <laughs> no, get exactly. in the way and probably you're gonna <laughs> and he's gonna get killed you know but I'm, I'm so upset with how he died because I think it was so brutal on purpose to make it very clear that it, this world you live in is not fair. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even though you think you're on the right side, you're probably not because there's probably someone that you did something to at some point that you're the bad guy in. And, it, and I agree. I think it's very neutral. It, there is no right or wrong in this world. Yeah. But, it, but for me, I, I didn't. I, I, I think it's upset. a message that people weren't expecting to, yeah. to want or hear. I, and, and I think that's why there's so much backlash against it. I, I think to be very clear, today I'm mostly uh, putting forth opinions that I've read on the internet. <laughs> me personally, I would have gotten a few minutes into the game and it's a little violent for me. <laughs> like they, yeah. they're making a point about violence and like like I would have gotten to Joel dying and I would have been like oh this is not for me not because Joel died but because I don't want to see someone's head get clubbed in by a a yeah Yeah, that's understandable um, I I get that (laughs) I wouldn't have enjoyed playing as Abby I feel like that was such a uh, I I think it's cool don't get me wrong like I am I am so impressed especially because they frame it as a like a tutorial like oh hey look here's you relearning how to do everything because this person doesn't know how to do it so let's you know let's give you this and it's then, so messed up. Yeah. Right, but, but you, I love you don't it play as Abby when she when she hurts Joel, though. No, but I had assumed with everything that I had seen prior to actually seeing it, I had assumed that you play up until the point where she does it. 
Yeah, and you I play up to the cutscene. Right, you yeah, play yeah, up to yeah. and, and I still feel, uh, thank goodness they did not make you hit, like, press X to oh, hit a club. Oh, man. They thought like, about it. Yeah. 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 Sure in they development, did. they thought about just having you do the first hit. That and would then have been the messed. Takes over. I don't uh, think man. that would have been okay. They thought about it, but they were like, that's too much. It's too much. That's way too much. But I still think it's kind of, it's kind of so amazing. Like, that. that's that's where, like, because it's art. It really is. The fact that it made you upset. I think that I think the point, or not the point. I think w- what makes the game good is that it is art, and the point of the game was not for you to enjoy it. It was for the 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 message to be mo- the most important, and I feel like enjoyment was secondary to that. And I think that that's a beautiful concept to go through. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's amazing that they did that. It, yeah. Is it yeah. my game? And, no, but yeah. I think that they did a perfect. And job. it's yeah. it's important because they did it through video games. Mm-hmm. And right. Neil Druckmann, you know, when he talks about the first game, he talks about the themes being about like family and and whatnot yeah. and growth and. And for the second game, he said, like, revenge and hate. And then on face value, you're like, well, that's every video game. You're just, you know, hate a vendetta. You're just hating people. But he said he wanted to tell it in a way that only video games can. Yeah. That didn't make sense at the time when I heard that. But now that I've played in my enemy's shoes and they stopped being the enemy, that is something that is very unique to video games and is why it's so important. And the fact that he has the platform to do it, a game that everyone wants to play, Mm -hmm. (laughs) he he doesn't have any overhead, doesn't have any publishers being like, don't do this, don't do that. He can actually challenge and and tell that story in a way that only video games can really do it. And, and we're I living think it's in a time, really important. We're living in a time where empathy is so important right now. Right. With everything that's going on, the <laughs> idea of looking at someone that you disagree with, someone that has done something so fundamentally heinous that you can't even imagine them being a person, and then taking that apart and being like, oh, they're, they yeah. have their own story and they're going yeah. through their own thing. Yeah, you're not... This, this is not a... This is not a an enjoyment. This is an experience. It's experience. He doesn't want yeah, you to exactly. enjoy this game. He wants you to experience this game. Yeah. And learn. When, when and I started yes, playing this game, I was shanking fools. You heard in the podcast, I was assassins creating them. Yeah. I was gamifying <laughs> it. When I turned into Abby, I was just like rage. I was just like, I'm just going to be brutalized. By the end of this game, because of the journey I went on, I wasn't fighting anymore. I was too tired. I didn't want to see murder. The violence was too much for me. And I was either just, just hiding or running. And that's such a journey. Just my gameplay changed because of the story element. I started of this running game. too. Honestly, I just did, mm-hmm. I didn't want to see people die I, I, I just I started done. running through groups yeah. instead of staying and trying to fight them all what off. Is, it's not worth it. No. And <laughs> the game, the ending of the game, is another thing about expectation because people expected the end to satisfy them. It's like, oh, Ellie's gonna get a revenge. End of game. And she does not. And so, even though the expectations in the end are still up to you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah so yeah man that game expectations uh, we'll talk more after <laughs> <laughs> no no that's fine we don't have to <laughs> we will directly yeah. after this lewis yes. mandy come along we're Ooh. having tea no it's just tea Ooh, I, I like tea <laughs> and overwatch and last of us no it's weird i meant to say last of us first and overwatch i came figured out. you I did but that's okay i have a problem it always goes, it always all, goes all roads lead to overwatch it's fine <laughs> oh my gosh all right well uh let's get out of this topic because this has been a very long topic uh, which is fine because it's, it's the last of the <laughs> oh god it's the last of the last of us uh but let's get into our dragon of the week <laughs> It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so neat. It's the dragon of the week. And they're so sweet. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Uh, Dragon of the week is our chance to show a little love 
onto a uh, person, a company, a group of people, a thruple. It doesn't matter. Yeah. As long as they're working on games, we would like to. We want to talk about yeah, them. We educate about ourselves. Yeah. Learn about them. Yeah. And uh, this week, it's going to be Troy bringing it to us. My dragon of the week that I have the honor of talking about is Lisette Titree Montgomery, an art director who's been working in the games industry for over 19 years, y'all. Oh, wow. 19 years. Um, currently, she is the art director at Double Fine Studios, Double Fine. a personal dragon favorite of Double ours. Fine. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> um, and she is actually... Um, uh, as the art director heading the hotly anticipated Psychonauts 2. So that that makes me very excited. Nice. One of my favorite games of all time. We so. kickstarted it. We kickstarted <laughs> <Brian>. it. <laughs> You're not the only Kickstarter out here. They don't need here. the money. <laughs> uh, right out the gate, I'm just going to let you guys know, like, Lisette is already one of my favorite dragons that I've had the pleasure of learning about. Yeah. Uh, she mixes her deep knowledge of art and management to work with advocacy for women and people of color in the gaming industry. And it's like, Super freaking inspiring. So I'm just gonna let y'all know I'm super biased. <laughs> She's awesome. Uh, let's start at the top. One of my one of the first games Lisette remembers playing was Miss Pac-Man. Uh, she remarks that it is significant because hey, that little yellow circle thing had a bow on it. <laughs> like that's cool. And lipstick. And lipstick. <laughs> there was definitely not a lot of female representation in the '80s when it came no. to, to video games. So you know what, Miss Pac-Man had it. <laughs> um, so her interest in drawing though permeated throughout her childhood. And uh, always drew growing up in school, did art classes, and was just, you know, just loved drawing. But it only took a real focus when in high school, uh, her senior year, she saw Toy Story. <laughs> okay. All and right. after that, she was like, well, boom, that's what I want to do. That's Aww. it. Like, come on. Look at that. Look at that. Toy Story. <laughs> that, that is it. How do I do that? And she did. Like she, <laughs> like she, she. What's so? I'll talk about it later. But she, she graduated from from Miami. She went to the Miami uh, International University and uh, graduated with a BFA in computer animation. And with that degree, she looked around and realized something else about Florida that she wasn't gonna find a good job here. <laughs> Not at that time. <laughs> no. So uh, not even really now. So so once again, she saw a problem and she's like, I can solve that. <laughs> Just like when it came to like, I want to do Toy Story. I can solve that I'll, I'll get a bfa in computer animation uh so she bounced uh she went to california cue the music do we have do we Cal have california, california music californication Ca that... californication yeah we can't sing it we can't, right no we can't, no, we can't yeah. Sing it. yeah california love yeah um mm. some, something from beach boys i don't know think about it in your head play it we're going there we <laughs> took the trip over so, so you're saying she was like vanilla ice she saw a problem she's like yo i'll, I'll solve, solve it, it. <laughs> yes <laughs> pretty much um so she moved to cali and quickly got a job with page 44 studios in 2001 working as a character modeler for freak style which is a motorcycle bike trick racing game okay. it's got a, it's got a good art style game. you like that game i love that game <laughs> i remember that game that dude. was her first job she modeled those characters because yeah. they were like funky and extreme and punk rock yeah so while working there, uh, EA, big company, Electronic Arts, uh, they would outsource to, to to Page 44 Studios. And outsource is like, hey, we, we, we can't get this done, so let's send it off to a third company and have them finish the artwork or whatever, the little things. Yeah. So she kind of looked at this as they were outsourcing, and she thought, well, obviously EA needs help if they're outsourcing. Uh, how about I just cut out the middle person and just get in that EA business? And she did. She was like, <laughs> there it is. Let's do this. She went and got hired as a senior character and special effects artist. That was her first position in EA. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, from 2005 to 2011, she worked on games such as Dante's Inferno, The Simpsons Open World Game, and Tiger Woods, and more. But 
Notable about Tiger Woods, she, Tiger Woods, um, she actually pushed super hard to get accurate skin and hair types of people of color in video game. So let me tell you, Lissette, personally, thank you. Because <laughs> I know you all remember what, what black people look like in video games, <laughs> like in those earlier days. Like, it's bad. Yeah, it was rough. Especially with like creative characters where you're like, what skin tone is that? Yeah. Yeah, Nobody get, looks like that. Yeah, you get like 10 colors of white. I don't know yeah, why. Right. And you get like two <laughs> of and other. And it's like wooden brown and then like actual like, black. Like, yeah. The only yeah, two. It's like charcoal. And yeah. it's like, yeah. who is? Yeah. So yeah. she saw this as a problem. And it's like, hey, if you're going to put Tiger Woods on this cover, you got to do this right. Nice. <laughs> So she took the extra mile, saw that saw that problem, and was like, "I'll solve it." She went and actually got weaves from like different stores to bring them in, so that modelers could look at actual black people hair and be like, "Let's get, <laughs> let's let's put this in the game." <laughs> wow. Um, so th that stuff's awesome. Um, she mentioned that one of the biggest advantages to working at EA was the variety of projects and genres that they would put on her table. So I mean, Tiger Woods is very different from Dante's like hellish, you know, yeah. you know, Inferno. Just a little bit. Which is also very different from like Dance Central 3, which she worked on. Yeah. <laughs> so she had the, worked on the art style. She manages teams doing all these different stuff, all these different uh, types. So she ended up picking up so many skills and working in so many avenues that eventually she was able to land a job working for Double Fine Studios as their senior art director. Um, working at Double Fine is very different. At EA, she would be leading a team of like a hundred or more, sometimes communicating with people in different countries, different languages, timelines. Double Fine's got a team of 20 artists. <laughs> like, that's 20. But as she puts it, it's an amazingly talented group of 20 who all punch above their weight. Um, and the thing is, Double Fine is super, very particular at who they hire, and they only want to hire the best, which is why they hired her. Mm -hmm. And so they know that everyone working at Double Fine is like a superhero <laughs> when it comes to game development. And she's, she's leading the pack there. Back in 2011, her career took a, a different avenue um, when she was featured on the cover of Black Enterprise magazine with an article highlighting her career. Uh, she received tons of mail from parents asking how they can get their kids into the industry, from girls saying, like, they didn't even know women were in the industry, things like that. And it sparked a drive in her to advocate for more representation. She she found, she saw the problem again and was like, oh, yeah, uh, women only take up about 10% of this industry. How can we make this more? She started making uh, seminars that she would volunteer her time for teenagers to teach them how to art and code, predominantly uh, 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 teenagers uh, that are women, are the girls that ladies <laughs> <laughs> lady people um and uh and teenagers of color as well um and she started doing keynote speeches around the world and she called it she calls it a playing it forward it's no tasting it to the streets but it's pretty but nice. it's something <laughs> yeah that's awesome playing it forward um to talk about her journey and her career what worked and what didn't she was invited to the white house <coughs> during obama um for... <laughs> it's important, <laughs> it's important to, to let that know um she was invited to the white house for the lgbtq tech and innovation summit as well as featured in on essence magazine as uh, 15 women who are paving the way in tech uh, she's a leader and probably the very definition of one. And I think that's what inspires me about her. When she sees a problem, she's very quick to identify it and find an elegant and diligent way to solve it. Um, when that problem is her getting a job, you know, and making Tiger's hair look great or fighting for inclusivity in the world. And I think that's it's so I, I wish I could be like that where I see a problem I'm like, OK, I need to do this and this and this and then that person and then that person and then let's go. 
I feel like for me, I'm just like spinning. If like there's a problem, I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll grab someone and be like, what do you think? Um, but that's just where her education and everything and her background right, comes yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last quick antidote uh, to end on. the um, Barbie came out with a tech Barbie doll. And the, it looks very Silicon Valley. It's got the headphones, glasses, funky jacket. Uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, Silicon. Okay. <laughs> um, when she heard the news, she very offhandedly said, oh, it'd be cool if the, call, if the, if the doll came, you know, as a, as a black girl as well. You know, that'd be awesome. So her husband, not knowing that, that, she, uh, that, uh, that he heard her, actually went and bought the Barbie doll and then went and bought a black Barbie doll. And then swapped the clothes and put it back Aww. to put it back in the package, <laughs> and then gave it to her as a gift, and as it being like, "Hey, here you, here, here you I go. Got, I got you one. Yeah, oh, it's you. And it's really cute. <laughs> That's That's awesome. Um, he's also a game developer. Oh, um, <laughs> that, that'll help. So yeah, I, I think it's just yeah, it's it's amazing. To, it's so happy. It makes me feel so good about the industry to feel like amazing people are put can are put in amazing places that mm-hmm. they've worked to get to and that they can actually make amazing changes yeah. <laughs> oh yeah in the world so that is uh, Lisette Titri Montgomery that's awesome she is the personification of got a problem yo I'll solve it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though that's really cool. Yeah, because all I heard throughout the entire time was like, yeah, there was a problem. And so she solved it this way. <laughs> right. She solved this problem. She solved it this way. <laughs> She's smart and a hard worker. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I knew of her. I didn't know that much about her though. That's, that's dope. Right on. All right. Well, cool. Well, that will bring us, unfortunately, to the end of this week's episode though. It's the end. Uh, but as always you can find us online check us out on twitter at taste of dragons uh where we are making a great network with indie developers we are we're trying to slowly but surely so if you're an indie developer network with us yeah (laughs) Yeah, absolutely we want to know about you tell us about you yeah reach out to us we want to learn as you can tell we like to play lots of indie games Uh, we like to play lots of different genres as well so please reach out to us if you if you're listening to this and you are developing a game or you know of a game that we think that we would enjoy please let us know yeah, well, at you, but like in a nice way. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and check us out at uh, Instagram, on Instagram at Taste Dragons as well. We put a lot of different content on there. Yep. Just kind of fun stuff. Yeah. We look at the history of games and, and whatnot, but some different things that you won't find in the podcast. Um, yeah, that's pretty much our, our digital footprint. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to be starting to stream some more on Twitch. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, starting, starting uh, yeah, this week we're going to be on Twitch looking at indie games, looking at new releases. We're going to try to get more of a Twitch presence as well, more streaming presence, as well as a YouTube presence. So, uh, hey, we're just trying to do some things with video games Yeah, here. it's going to be fun. We like video games. We want to share our, celebrate it with, with everybody. Yeah, uh, if you're up at normal times of the night, uh, Troy will be uh, streaming some 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 of the games from that one bundle. That's right. From the racial equality and diversity bundle from itch.io. I bought a thousand games. <laughs> <laughs> so check me out every Monday and Wednesday. Ish. Around seven or eight o'clock. Yeah. Is that <laughs> Am I am I committing to this? I, am like, is that a commitment? <laughs> you you I mean, make that we'll, commitment? We'll find out next week when we record. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then if you're up at non-normal hours of the night, I'm going to try to start going through uh, my Steam library. I have over uh, 1,400 games on there. Um, so I'm going to try to play through some of them that I haven't before. So there's a there's an online uh, website that allows you to, that just takes your library and gives you a, a spits out a game that you haven't played before. 
So right. I cool. try to play through those. I uh, probably won't be starting until midnight or one in the morning. So if you're up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you're up crazy late, yeah, uh, I'll probably be streaming for a couple hours every every well, here and yeah. there. Here we'll have there. some schedule stuff, and we'll have some just some some off stuff, some random stuff, stuff yeah. happening. So don't forget if you want to hear Jen freak the heck out. Uh, that's right, and our it's our good Saturdays. friend Jen. Uh, uh, is going to be playing on Saturdays. Uh, she's going to be playing through the original Last of Us. She reacts in all the right ways you want someone to react to Last of Us. Oh, it's for the entertainment best. Values. It's the best. Yes. Um, there is uh, there is no coin blip if she curses. So there is, and there's lots if of that. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if in that minute she curses, you know, let's go. With that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she'll be, we'll be playing through that um, throughout the day on Saturday, uh, whenever we can, you know, we'll yeah, figure it out. Yeah, it should be Saturday afternoons. Yeah, so this is all a long way of us saying we're we're figuring it out. Yes, yeah. exactly. Figuring we're, it out. We'll have a more regular schedule yeah. and a more regular, you know. We'll get back. We're to working you. out. We're working out. But yeah. you know, if you want to help us, you know, yeah. figure this shows stuff how out. excited yes. we, we are. We use some feedback. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, because we all have jobs right now, right? Right, 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 guys. Uh, we all have jobs. No. no. Video games. <laughs> Manda. <laughs> Holding it together. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that'll be the end of this week's episode, though. But as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are the, the Taste, Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. 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 B